Welcome to the Morning Mindset with Nick Mirabello, Chief Inspiration Officer at MassPay. Each episode of the Morning Mindset will give you simple tips and strategies to harness your thoughts to create mental clarity, boost your confidence, and prevent emotional ruts. By clearing out your mental clutter and shifting your mindset, you can tap into your inner wisdom and discover the power of positivity. Here's your host, Nick Mirabello. Hello, this is Nick Mirabello, and welcome to the Morning Mindset. Burn brightly without burning out. It was early spring of 2005. I was in the center of Salisbury on the Delmarva Peninsula, inside the Hallmark store. I actually stood right there in the store and read it cover to cover. Yes, I was that guy. I did purchase it. I don't even remember the title of the book, but I do remember that one catching, unforgettable line. Life is all about learning how to burn brightly without burning out. As I proceed to check out and cross the Hallmark threshold, proceed to walk the boardwalk and eventually back to my car. Inside my own head, I kept repeating that line, burn brightly without burning out. Burn brightly without burning out. With a subtle head nod, I was giving a gentle boost to my own mind and providing myself with a coaching moment. Such a vital life learning lesson. And believe me, I haven't aced that test yet. I keep on learning and relearning, but it's a great life lesson for all of us. For today's topic, I recently read an article in Harvard Business Review written by Jennifer Moss, who is a workplace expert, international public speaker, and award-winning author of Unlocking Happiness at Work. Moss makes an extremely valuable point as we all continue to adapt to this virtual world, our modes of communication, and check-ins with one another. There are two major things that we all must be cognizant of, burnout and loneliness. Especially with our new working conditions, burnout can easily happen. For some remote employees, they will keep their foot on the gas pedal until they run out of fuel. Therefore, as coworkers, managers, executives, whomever in your organization, it's imperative and suggested to go beyond project updates and work-related conversations. Get to know what's going on with people beyond just their work. Moss reminds managers remote employees are tougher to diagnose with burnout because you cannot see changes in their personality on a day-to-day basis. Ensure there's a process of checking in and being aware of the signs. That's why weekly huddles, or even more frequently, are highly recommended. If you're not sure, ask your team or individuals what do they need. What do they prefer as a cadence for their team huddles? The author also spent some time identifying loneliness. According to a recent study, loneliness is the biggest struggle to working remotely. You may have employees dealing with self-isolation, and not only can that be emotionally challenging for them, but also affect them mentally and physically. It's draining on their energy level. They might be accustomed to constantly collaborating with coworkers, brainstorming in a conference room, or a quick chat at the water cooler, whatever it may be. Now the drastic contrast of them living on their own, having to stay in that same place to work, live, eat, sleep, repeat. They don't have those same outlets of human interaction or those organic coworker communications. Therefore, once again, check in often, chat about items beyond work, and it will give you a slight glimpse into their personal life. Of course, I would be remiss to not lend HR advice, but it's up to them what they care to share, make them feel comfortable, and keep the confidentiality in place. A large part of these two symptoms is yet the current adjustments a lot of us had to make. Where we live is also now where we work. Our coworker connections now are all through video calls and video screens. That is why the latest headlines and heads up within various businesses is Video fatigue wearing on employees. Over the past weeks, Mentions of Zoom fatigue have popped up more and more inside the social media newsfeed, 
Last week, Google reported Zoom fatigue and video call fatigue continues to steadily increase since early March and are becoming alarmingly popular in searches this month. Dervidia Thomas, Columbia University Graduate School of Journalism and currently the Associate Editor of Fundfire, a highly rated source to help investors, managers, and consultants stay abreast of the changes in the industry, she took to the screen and interviewed executives from businesses around the globe and published Video Fatigue Wears on Employees. As employees have embraced this new world of virtual meetings, a new problem has emerged. Some workers are struggling with video call fatigue. A number of companies are now implementing strategies to combat the exhaustion some employees are experiencing from frequent video conferencing calls. While video conferencing has its benefits, some managers have observed too many of these interactions can wear on employees and wear them out and affect productivity. Zoom fatigue is real. I can attest to that, says Thomas Murphy, head of institutional business for Sun Life's financial management division. As most companies around the globe have ramped up their internal communication as the pandemic began, and video conferencing has been a good way to connect with one another, we must be aware it affects different people in different ways. The adoption of virtual communication is playing both inside and outside of work. Employees are also having video chats and FaceTime calls to stay in touch with loved ones, or worse, having a loved one in the hospital who's sick, fighting for their life, and instead of being able to hold their hand or be present in their hospital room. They have to hold a screen just to see them and send their love. This all takes a mental, emotional, and physical toll on all of us. This is all something managers now have to become more mindful of and sensitive to. Thomas also interviewed Kevin Martin, Chief Research Officer at the Institute for Corporate Productivity. The video call fatigue comes from having to be on all the time while managing potential sources of distraction such as kids in the background or employees that have to battle workspaces with roommates or the employees that live on their own and suffer from isolation. These are all important and critical factors that we must be aware of today. He continued, everyone's in our personal space through the screen. Some are anxious of what's going on in the background or what their work setup might look like. We have also heard of instances of people who may not have the same means as other people feeling a little bit ashamed of what's in their background from a decor standpoint, Martin added. Next, Thomas shares her interview with Dan Houlihan of Northern Trust, who stated, Seven weeks into remote work, employees are starting to show signs of weariness. In my view, the adrenaline of rising to the occasion has sort of worn off, and now the emotional toll of working from home is starting to show itself. Northern Trust has now implemented a policy for whomever is organizing the meeting, you ask ahead of time how they prefer to have the call. He ended with, we're all in the same storm with this virus, but we're not all in the same boat. Everyone's individual situation is different. Something my MP teammate Jacqueline Carini reminded me of last week that profoundly struck me. There is not a one-size-fits-all solution when it comes to dealing with this pandemic. She's absolutely right. That previous article inspired me to research for more. This was one helpful write-up in Harvard Business Review by Liz Fosleem and Molly West Duffy, How to Combat Zoom Fatigue. Liz and Molly co-authored No Hard Feelings, a behavioral science book on embracing emotions at work. If you're finding that you're more exhausted at the end of your workday than you used to be, you're not alone. The attention required in a video call is equivalent of staring at someone directly in the face for the duration of a conversation without shifting gaze, says Fosseline. It's exhausting and extremely unnatural, she added. Why do we find video calls so draining? 
Well, there are a few reasons. You're always feeling you have to be on. Depending on how many people are on screen, your brain is overstimulated. Even though a video conference call with five others is just one call, and the six of you may only be talking about one topic, one subject matter, but your mind translates this as you're inside six conference rooms, seeing everyone's face and your own and their backgrounds, registering what's in the background, then there's a lot going on in front of you all at once, and your brain is working extra hard to absorb and comprehend everything that is being said. Naturally, you're forced to focus more intently, which can also drain your mental energy. If this whole video fatigue sounds like bad news and another challenge we have to overcome, don't despair. Here are five research-based tips the authors have shared with us making video calls less exhausting. I'm going to add a little bit of my own flavor in there. One, avoid multitasking. Don't kid yourself. Oh, I'm on a video call with four others or 40 others, so I can quickly send this text, answer this team's message, post this tag on Slack, reply to that email, and all while absorbing what's being said in front of you in video. No, it doesn't work so well. Personal side note, I will be 100% transparent with all of you. I'm guilty of this. Just last week, I was preparing for this very work week ahead. And in my head, I was thinking, I have five episodes to craft. I have four virtual workshops to orchestrate, amongst other things sprinting in my head and so on. I was multitasking. But after reading this article, it made me shift my mindset. When humans get into the weeds of multitasking, we're not giving that person or people proper attention on screen. Those messages you want to fire off can actually probably wait 15 minutes or so. Believe me, the person that just sent you that message is probably off doing seven other items themselves. And when you actually take a moment to reply, you will be in a better headspace and able to craft a more mindful response to them. Behavioral science states, we are not doing ourselves any favors when multitasking. What we are actually doing is accelerating the fatigue to hit us sooner. The research states this can be hugely harmful, not only to our productivity, but to our sense of motivation. We are much more fatigued when our brain has to constantly be switching tasks. So mental note, be cognizant and try to avoid our multitasking. Number two, build in breaks. Part of self-care these days is taking charge of your own calendar. Politely speak up if you see yourself in constant meeting after meeting after meeting. Take a five, ten minute break just to refill your water, coffee, tea, stretch inside your home, walk outside your front door. That is all okay, healthy, and recommended by the experts. It will also reset the mind and lend you to a nice, refreshing brain boost. Build in breaks. Number three, reduce on-screen stimuli. You can turn your video off periodically. Your colleagues will understand. And remember, if you avoid multitasking, you can still be fully present and not miss a piece of what's being said, despite not being on camera. I'll also add, and others recommend this great idea too, put a post-it note over yourself when you're on screen. Yeah, try it. The authors tell us people tend to self-analyze while being on these video calls, and that can deplete your energy as well. As humans, it's natural to see yourself on video looking back at yourself and then worry, wait, what's in my background? Wait, I have this wrinkle? Wait, this angle isn't good. Oh, my hair, my glasses, whatever it may be. That reduces your energy storage and increases your video anxiety. Reduce on-screen stimuli. Number four, virtual events can be opt-in, and that's okay. Virtual social sessions be kept optional. They recommend whomever owns the event make it explicit that people are all welcome, but not obligated to join. Here's a great tip. Consider appointing a facilitator if you're expecting a large group. This person can open by asking a question and then go around the horn so everyone's voice is equally heard and everyone gets to hear from one another and the group doesn't have to start all talking at once. 
it's actually easy to get overwhelmed if we don't know what's expected for us if you're constantly trying to figure out when should I or should I not chime in. This all takes a toll on your brain capacity and mental focus. Virtual social events be opt-in. And number five, switch to phone calls or email. Check your calendar for the next few days to see if there are any conversations you could have over Teams, Slack, or email instead, or any other communication platforms you may use, or even a good old-fashioned text message. All right, I added that one in. But the article suggests if 4 p.m. rolls around and you're Zoomed out, but you have an upcoming one-on-one, ask the person to switch to a phone call. You can easily type something on the lines of, I'd love to take a break from video calls. Do you mind if we just do this over the phone? And if it's not anything urgent, suggesting to pick up the conversation on the next workday so you both can recharge. Most likely, the other person will be relieved by the switch too. They also recommend if you do not know everyone that well, if video is not necessary, make it an audio phone call instead. It's tiring enough trying to adapt to this new normal. Therefore, you have the green light. Make video calls a little easier for yourself. Lastly, changing your workspace, work location inside your home, a different room for a call or working on a certain project in a different area of your house, gives your brain a different perspective. It serves as a nice refreshing mental boost and a quick reboot. Extra benefit to moving around your home and occasionally changing your setting and perspective helps to knock out a creative block, and you get back to firing on all cylinders. Be patient with yourself and understanding with others. From video chats and virtual meetings, be mindful who lives in a hectic house and who lives on their own. Everyone's situation is different. For it was Jesse Jackson that passionately said, Never look down on anybody unless you're helping them up. It's now up to us to be the change we want to see in the world. We all have it in us. Your daily reminder, you are stronger than you think. Your brain is brighter than you may believe. Be mindful of the energy that you absorb. Your mind is more powerful than you know. Lean into that, and soon you'll discover all the good that happens in you and around you. This is your Morning Mindset. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Morning Mindset. Have a request for a certain topic? Hit us up on social media at the MassPay way or send an email to morningmindset at masspay.net. Enjoyed this episode and found it helpful? Please leave a five-star review so other people like you can find us. The Morning Mindset serves as your daily boost of inspiration and is powered by MassPay HR and Payroll Solutions. MP is a full-service human capital management services company with over 1,300 clients across all 50 states. We believe people make a difference. Thanks for tuning in. The Morning Mindset. Harness your thoughts, take charge of your own well-being, tap into your inner strength, find calmness, and discover the power of positivity.